I'm Charles. I'm Christine. And we eat stuff. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the podcast, We Eat Stuff and Talk About Things. I'm Christine Guthrie, and I am one half of We Eat Stuff. In this podcast, we're seeking out people in St. Louis related to food, cooking, drinking, and eating. Our interview this week is with Chris Foster, one of the owners of the Big O Ginger Liqueur. You can find Chris online at drinkthebigo.com. Chris gets to talk about how he came to St. Louis via Washington State and how it was totally a shock to him that he began working with his parents, but that he really wouldn't have it any other way. Thank you for listening, and here is Chris Foster. Chris. Yes. Hello. Hello. How are you folks doing? We're great. Good. How are you this fine evening? I'm doing well. I'm awesome. doing well. Adapting to the heat. It's yeah. coming back yeah. quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, very well. Good. Very good. Thank you for making the time this evening. Oh, it's a pleasure. It's a whole yeah. six block walk. <laughs> oh, it's fun to see you. Thank you. Yeah. No. We all live so close to each other. That's right. Cool. Okay. You bottles. Yeah, I got oh, all my. kinds of stuff here today. Um, we have... One of our first reserve batches ever, and then our last batch of reserve, mm-hmm. um, the Big O. And then I have regular Big O, and I have my my uh, my new favorite rye, mm-hmm. uh, which is Rough Rider Bull Moose. Um, it's really good, 90 proof. Mm-hmm. It's got a banana back note to it. Really? It's really mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, just brought some fun stuff to pour up and mix, and I um, yeah. also got some Four Roses here, always trusty. Boom. Yeah, very good. Um, yeah. For if we need to need to pour up something a little a little larger, so yeah, very good, very good. Yeah, yeah. have already honors. Yeah, yeah, of course. Oh. I've already had some uh, Basil Hayden today. Also, um, okay. Had, okay. uh, well, oh, Rally Point had some Rally Point rye today. Yeah, Rally Point rye is still at the top of my list. <laughs> it's it will forever, I think, be my favorite rye. Mm. Um, could be Dave let me make a batch with him once. Yeah, and then that was kind of cool. So I'm, I'm a little biased, but uh, <laughs> so this is the Blanton's Barrel mm-hmm. batch. I've been keeping this tucked in a cabinet mm. for years now. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. So. I you know it's been a, been quite a while since I've had any so we're we're gonna go down this road together cool and uh, see what we get out of it all right Perfect. thanks friend yeah cheers cheers all right. Boom. cheers you said this is the first batch? one of the first yeah this is the Blanton's barrel mm-hmm. find the later batches it has a lot less butter note mm-hmm. than than the newer ones yeah but it um, for a one. first go around this was really inspiring to us and. Hmm. It had a lot of uh, yeah. nuance that we didn't really expect. Uh, yeah, I attended the uh, uh, Barrel Age Cocktails class your father taught. Mm-hmm. Over at Intoxicology? Yeah, he told me about how the, when first took the Big O, put into a barrel, mm-hmm. and the end result. And this is it right here? Yeah, that that's the one. Wow. That's the first wow. one. So, uh, mm. as, as the first one that came on the market. Sure. 
Um, so then this is the, well, whenever you folks are finished, <laughs> oh, yeah. this is the new yeah. guy. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I may have actually seen a bottle of this over here, mm-hmm. but um, in fact, I was there when you bought it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so so we know what this one's like. This has that butterscotch and has a, almost a maple syrup background to it. And a little sharper, too. Mm-hmm. Mm. We, we always lose the ginger flavor when we do a reserve yeah. batch, mm-hmm. but... The sweetness from yeah. the Big O really plays well with the the leftover whiskey notes. And what really gets me is the mouthfeel. You know, this the mouthfeel of this latest batch is so incredibly smooth. It's incredible. It is, and you know, one one guy, it's it's a weird word to use for it, but he said it's chewy. Hmm. He's like, it's got a chewy quality to yeah. it. Yeah. It's like buoyant alcohol. You know, I was like, yeah, yeah maybe. And I took a sip <laughs> of it. And I'm like. It is kind of chewy, so it's it's mm. uh, it's a unique mouthfeel. I'm not gonna say it's it's not weird. It's just uh, yeah. it's there's just, no chunks in the people. Yeah, no, no, of course, yeah. <laughs> it's just the al- It's like it's a if if a liqueur could be al dente. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, there's something in, about it that uh, I don't know what it is, mm. but it's very interesting and it's a lot of mm. fun. I really love the product, and uh, mm. yeah, yeah. That's our pride and joy. Totally. Uh-huh. All right, so we, we have been drinking, but just to backtrack for people, uh, uh-huh. can you tell us who you are, Chris? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my name is Chris Foster. I, uh, I make the Big O Ginger Liqueur with my mother and my father. Um, we've been on the market for about six years now, mm-hmm. and uh, but it is an old family recipe that my father came up with. Mm-hmm. Um, I lived in Seattle for about six years. I came back in 2013, and I've been working with them since. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do <clears throat> most of our online content. I do. Um, I pay the government every month. <laughs> that's a, that's a fun, fun time. <laughs> good idea keep, to do that. Got to keep doing that. Uh, yeah. So so that's who I am. I uh, I do a lot of tastings. You'll see me out and about, um, giving samples, making cocktails in stores. Mm. Um, so if you do come up and say hi, we can mm-hmm. have a chat. So yeah, that that that's who I am. Awesome. Yeah, uh, enjoying enjoying the business. The industry is something I uh, I never thought I'd get into. I was always uh, I'm a trained audio engineer, mm. um, but I, f- I found a really good uh, match um, in with the industry, and I it's a lot of great people. I get to work with a lot of fun folks. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yourselves included. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you're so kind. Let's butter up the host. Never a bad idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with, right. with booze that way, and compliments. That way you don't ask the hardball questions like, where were you at when the <laughs> Kennedy right. shot? <laughs> you got an alibi? <laughs> <laughs> well, Officer Diva's was going to walk in here and talk to you a little about it. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's what we got going on. We're always making booze. We're chopping ginger. Uh, we, we make about... Four batches a year. Hmm. We do um, thousand gallon batches, yeah. and so about five thousand bottles at a time. We got ourselves a, a big thousand gallon tank last year. My mom hmm. really likes to run her hands down the side of. So <laughs> I think you're gonna say she likes to take a bath in it or something. No, right. <laughs> like, that's that's top. That'd be fun, you know. I'd be on, you make enough, I'll take a bath in it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. Where do you do this at? Where do I do this at? We, we make this down at Crown Valley mm-hmm. Winery and Distillery. Um, 
in the in their brewery distillery part. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really great folks down there. My my mom, my dad, and I are the mm-hmm. whole company. Mm-hmm. So um, they let us use their big toys, and they they actually make all the wine mm-hmm. um, that we make our brandy and vodka out of. Mm-hmm. So uh, mm-hmm. it has just been uh, certified organic mm-hmm. wine. Cool. So um, always plus and uh, yeah. You know, that Missouri wine, which wine aficionados are not huge fans of, makes some of the best mm. brandy you can find mm-hmm. on the market, and um, just because of the sugar content. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, um, is the process pretty much the same for wine and brandy? Uh, so, brandy's made out of wine. It's distilled wine. I see. I see. Yeah, gotcha. so, okay. you know, you got, um, you got Armagnac, you got Cognac. And they're both like styles of brandy. Um, a cognac is a single distillation, or uh, an armagnac is a single distillation. Cognac is a, a double distillation, mm-hmm. and they're both made out of prunes. So, mm-hmm. uh, so brandy is just, I got, I would say probably originated as prune wine mm-hmm. uh, that was distilled. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, brandy's made out of wine. Mm-hmm. I actually took my first little distilling course when I was. Not 21, mm. uh, off in the backwoods. <laughs> That's where I was a bartender when I was 19. Yeah, you're on board. So yeah, we were, uh, took me out to the Ozarks and taught me how to make brandy. Mm. Um, and it was very interesting. I guess uh, brandy or um, you know, black strap mm. rum mm-hmm. are kind of where people start in the distilling phases in their life because mash bill isn't a huge deal for those mm. Um, so yeah, yeah. We started out making brandy. We we were actually I was about about ten. My parents carted me off to London. Mm. We were having a dinner, and um, my parents had a limoncello. Mm. They asked the waiter, they're like, oh, "What is this?" He goes, "Oh, my grandparents made this." Mm. My mom slapped my dad. She's like, "We can make booze at home." Then <laughs> <And>, uh, <laughs> it all began right and, there. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, my mom. That bit of domestic violence, the company was born. <laughs> That's right. You know, a little bit of a love tap. People get inspiration. So they actually they tried to make uh, limoncello twice, and it was just so bad they threw it away. Mm. Um, I think they've since learned where they went wrong, but mm. they just kind of gave up on limoncello. And my mom, um, who is not the best person, which like she she doesn't do drugs well of any kind, painkillers, nothing. Okay. She don't do drugs at all. So yes, like, yes. okay, she was uh, she uh, when she was pregnant, she could only do ginger. Mm-hmm. Mm. So she said, "Hey, try some ginger," mm. and I tried ginger. One day they were out of. Vodka. He ran out of vodka mm. in the middle of bashing. I said, "Well, what what else is in there?" He's like, "Oh, brandy." Said, well, okay. So that's how the recipe came about. Um, mm. It was family and friends strictly um, coming over with jars. It's my mom's birthday tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I please get some. Mm. And um, then our friend showed up, who we're pretty sure he's a musician. Turns out he's also a, a patent attorney. Mm. Um, showed up with a bunch of paperwork. Mm. And he actually signed on as a third of the business. And then once they got the business rolling, he gave it back. Mm-hmm. He said, I, I didn't want to be a part of the business. I just really wanted to see you folks do well. Mm. Um, here you go. Mm-hmm. And 
Great guy. Great guy, Tom Connect. He moved on out to uh, Colorado mm. a few years ago. A lot of people are moving there, yes. Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I actually moved back from that scenario, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you guys can keep your legal weed. I need sun. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure I can find weed where the sun shines, right? Like, I don't know about you guys, but I'm pretty good at it. So, yeah. anyway, that's, uh, yeah, so I, I left, I left Seattle. I came back to the sunshine and, uh, brought, brought my fiance, now fiance with me. So, cool. here we are. So she is from the area? From Seattle? She is from Seattle, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she and, she and I met in Olympia, Washington. Mm. We were both went to college down there. Yeah. Oh, cool. So, yeah. So, do you still do any audio work, or is it not? Uh... Do I still do any audio work? Yes, here and there. Mm. I. <laughs> they tell you, do what you love. Mm. Um, do what you're passionate about, and I am one of the firm believers that will tell you, don't do that. <laughs> Don't, uh, make, don't yes. make a job out of what you love because everybody hates their job some days. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And you don't want to tap yourself out. Yeah. You need to have a mistress. <laughs> you right. have your marriage. You're still married. You also need yeah, your mistress. Exactly. Don't make your mistress your wife or you better have your mistress and you don't need another mistress. That's right. You know? Exactly. <laughs> so I, I, I built up this whole studio. I actually went to an old hippie college mm. that um, you just, as long as you pay them money and get credits... They're like, oh, look, you have enough credits to graduate. What'd you get a degree in? <laughs> you tell them, and then they're like, oh, sweet. There you go. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, fun. Wow. <laughs> Good, Good luck. luck. Get wow. a job. <laughs> so that's what happened. I actually I opened I opened a recording studio for credit in college. I got, I got wow. my last mm-hmm. my last semester of college credit was opening my bit, first business. Mm-hmm. Cool. Very nice. So that was cool. Um, and we had Raekwon the Chef show up from Wu-Tang. Wow. And mm. had some big names. Um, cool. You know, the guy who's currently on tour with Macklemore, and I assume will be for quite some time. Mm. They, uh, they're related. Oh. Yeah. Uh, he was a guy that we recorded for mm. pretty much mm. constantly. We, we were working with him. So Even when you didn't want to, you just show up and like, oh, yeah, here we go. Well, if he's showing up, you're <laughs> recording, you know? It's like, ah. But that went downhill in a, a fiery blaze of glory. Mm. I lost my house, my car, and my business in four hours. Wow. <laughs> Flat. It was an impressive day. I went straight to the bar, by the by. That's yeah, the yeah, first yeah. place I went. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so so I now do audio work. <laughs> I wouldn't even listen to music for like a year. Sure, sure. So is this why you're in St. Louis now? Are you agreed to go? Was it you came back here before your parents started this, or was it actually you came here because you you actually had to, or they asked you to, or? Well, so I had written their marketing plans for credit in mm. college. Boom! There you go. Right, right. Don't do anything. It's not getting you further ahead. <laughs> yeah, in life. yeah. I'm sick of that. What is this college, by the way? Yeah, right. Ever Evergreen State College. It's it's in a book called uh, Colleges That Change Lives. Mm. And the further east you go, the better reputation this college gets. So on the west coast, it's a joke. Huh. But I in St. Louis, it's mm. alternative. You know, so I really interesting, uh, and I it was really good for me. It's not great for a lot of people if you're not self motivated. You, yeah, you will, you will totally. They'll just keep taking your money. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, mm-hmm. you stay there forever. Yeah, 
Interesting. Yeah. So other than that, yeah. I, so now I do. Um, I do. You know, music with a couple of friends. Hmm. I has since have been doing um, a lot of the uh, videos for Big O. Mm-hmm. I have had to, you know, like buy stock music, and then I have to edit it and chop it and yeah. just uh, do some effects. Which yeah. we'll say that my audio training has had has helped me a lot in the cool. video sector. Good, good. <laughs> just knowing programs and knowing how to match things up and. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Did you make the latest one with Steve? Yep. Yeah, yeah. I did very that. Nice. Very nice. Thank yeah, you. I like that one. I do yeah. appreciate that. I also did yeah. Marianne Moore's. Oh, nice. The one cool. before that. Um, cool. Yeah. Now I'm working on one that's uh, kind of like my my dream child. A mm. um, little bit more on the artistic side, less interviewee. Mm-hmm. Not that I don't love all those people's interviews. They're, sure, they're yeah. really great. We have a, a couple more that'll be coming out, um, which I'm really looking forward to. Oh, we got Jeff Katfer, the bird, awesome. the bird yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's yeah, a super right cool. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Super cool guy. Um, went and got some shots in his loft. Hmm. Beautiful space um, downtown, and um, let's see. We got uh, Nicole Benoit. She's mm-hmm. a uh, an online guru. Hmm. We shall say. Then we have Mar um, Marquise Knox. Oh, cool. So. Um, Blues player, hmm. been been making money playing blues since he was twelve. Hmm. Uh, it's just, wow. and he's still doing it. That's the miracle. Like, yeah, nobody will pay a twelve year old to play guitar. Yeah. you're thirty. They're still pl- paying. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, so, yeah I don't must know. be doing something. Right? Must be doing something. Yeah. Right. Cool. So I'm excited for those. Um, my next big project is the Big O Cooking School. Mm. I I'm excited to do that. I've been um, <clears throat> Big O is not. Also spectacular in the glass. It's it's great in the pan, mm-hmm. great in the mm. kitchen. Um, I always tell people my mom can't cook at all, but she puts it on top of ice cream. Mm. So there's something for everybody, <laughs> even if you don't cook. Um, but you know we're starting the big old pork glaze to be first, and we're doing the big old mm. apple pie. So just kind of just show it off. I can see it working with bananas Foster or something. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, a lot of people say that actually. Banana Foster is really good. Mm. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll put it in anything. Salad dressings. We do a lot of teriyaki at my house. Mm-hmm. A lot of, so I, about a quarter cup and some teriyaki. Yeah. Hmm. Some big old mixed with some hoisin sauce and Whoa. dunking in there. I get made fun of because I put hoisin sauce on everything. Really? Uh, it's yeah. it's actually a character flaw of mine. I, mm. I, I, I have a serious problem with hoisin sauce. Uh, interesting. I do. So yeah, that's that's, that's that. You see at the Betty Ford Clinic, and you're like, we in here for cocaine, we in here for hoisin sauce. Hoisin, man. (laughs) Plums. Just another form of plums. Yeah, so, so, yeah. Good for digestion, I suppose. Yeah, well. Just keep telling yourself that. I have yet to find that (laughs) to be true, but whatever. (laughs) And I'm not using it right. Uh. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, I... we can either mix a cocktail. I'm, I'm telling you right now. I'm, I'm kind of in the mood for the the bull rider. If you don't, I'm, I'm interested in trying that. I never had yeah. one. I've never had that either. Let's do it. Yeah. So. Uh, Thank you. Mm-hmm. Push. Thank you. And uh, like I said, this is ninety proof. Uh, I didn't warn one of my buddies about that the other day, who's not mm-hmm. in the industry, and he was like, Whoo! <gasps> Yeah. <laughs> do, do you remember a uh, fighting cock whiskey? I do. I do. Yeah, indeed. I should get that and drink it with friends, and oh boy. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, you too as well, my friend. All right, yes. Cheers. Yeah, one time, uh, my fr- it was my friend uh, Nate, and like his wife one day declared a cock-free house. 
Fighting cock was no longer allowed in that household. We get it, and we drink it, and we go back to drink it more and drink more of it, and she finds us just destroyed next morning. Yeah. With vomit in places and things. You have no idea what we're doing. There's stuff piled places. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's some, mm. mostly brands that get you. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, taste, I taste the banana. That definitely do. Yeah, yeah it's... Um, it's very interesting. I, it's, you think it's the barrel char- characteristics of that? Yeah, so, um, cool little thing about barrels. Uh, when I took this little distilling thing in uh, Louisville, Kentucky, they gave us a diagram that mm. showed different mm. toasts yeah. and mm. what flavors they bring out. So, okay. you know, like, you toast it at 135 to 145, it'll be chocolate flavored. And then mm-hmm. you go up a little bit, it's almond and vanilla. And, yeah. and that's really how people build their yeah. flavor, flavor profiles um, based on, you know, mash bill and then your, your barrel toast. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I would assume, yeah, it, it's probably from the barrel. Yeah, I see But, you know, I, I one time had a, had a buddy in college who bought a still offline. And it was distilling in his dorm room. It was not good, but okay. but he did, and mm. he would pump out this moonshine. The moonshine tasted like bananas, huh. and and I uh, so I want to say it also has something mm. to do with distilling temperature. Could be actually, yeah. Could be even ambient air pressure, mm. you know. Because um, yeah, most moonshine I've had tastes like strawberries. Yeah. Okay. There's a little bit sense. of a strawberry little to it. I can see maybe. Slightly different process. It comes comes more of a banana flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, he didn't know what he was doing. He pouring sugar in water. And he yeah. used to put heating it up. I think the whole but, point of moonshine, you don't know what you're doing. You're just gonna see what comes out of the end, and you just that's gonna, it, yeah, yeah, that's right. You know, it's so it's edible. That's right. Hope you don't go blind. And hope yeah. it's the right time. And hopefully you don't say anything you didn't mean or did touch you, anything you didn't mean to touch. Did you ever? Did do you know the story behind the going blind thing? No. So you can literally make vodka out of anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Anything. Uh, <clears throat> they were using sawdust because there's so many sawmills by the rivers which is where they were getting all their water or whatnot. Mm. so they would actually make a mash out of sawdust and so it's it almost like absinthe in a way well it has super high methanol content mm. because the sawdust has no ethanol it just has a bunch of methanol in it mm. and it made people go blind wow and that, wow. that was where that's where that whole wow. theory okay. comes from is you drink too much moonshine okay. you're gonna go blind which really means at one point somebody's gonna give you a bottle <laughs> that's bad Jeez. and you're gonna drink it so oh, man. yeah just a interesting little bit of history yeah, yeah. yeah. I know that so, you know absence like wormwood around that's right, right. Yeah. so I didn't know if you could make you know liquor out of other things but mm-hmm. I thought it was people in blind so they actually did something like throw in paint thinner or throw in like antifreeze or stuff like that to make it uh, have a little kick to it yeah I mean or you know strychnine or something who knows whatever <laughs> whatever was happening yeah. at the time yeah. yeah whatever's cheaper than making liquor yeah, snake venom. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's why like, snake oil comes from. Like, people take snake heads and yeah. boil them in something and say, this is a curative medicine, people yeah. die. Yeah, right. They go to the next town and sell it again. They just keep going on. People keep dying. They didn't have the internet back then, so we yeah. like, no. Population yeah. control. Yeah. You know? See, oh, oh, Jesus. Really? I'm sorry, sorry, but. Guy, guys are gonna. Whatever. <laughs> it do sell a medicine door to door. Don't buy that. Well, yeah. Uh, we didn't exactly have the wealth of resources we had back then. People, believe, people think people are misinformed now. You go back in the past, mm-hmm. it was even worse. Uh, yeah, right. We just didn't, t- didn't know we were dumb. We were dumb. 
We didn't know us. Now we know we're dumb, and that's half the battle. Somebody had to stumble (laughs) on the conversation that proved that you didn't know what you were talking about. I understand, yeah. Yeah, and even then you probably wouldn't believe me if I get your pitchforks out and drive them out of town. Right. And then drink stuff and die. I will say, (laughs) my family had, like, no money. (laughs) No money when I was younger. And so we had had dial-up through my dad's job at the university. And that was... Not the most quality, and you know, I didn't have a TV mm. when I was a kid. It's pretty good for you, really. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm good at amusing myself. <laughs> so am I. Yes, yes, yes. You? That's yeah. steam, you know. <laughs> I'm Get very good at entertaining myself as well. Uh, so, uh, I don't want to entertain Christine, but I entertain myself pretty well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. As long as you're entertained, people catch up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, mm. I, um, I like the whole, I like the whole business alcohol. I like it's interesting. Mm. It just so much goes on in mm. this new wave of you know the internet really helped that out. Yeah. This whole new wave of learning and experimenting, and you don't need a million dollars to figure something out anymore. Yeah. You know, yeah. you've got a, a plan to make a still out of a keg and a turkey bait mm. <laughs> boiler. You never know, yeah. So. I mean, obvious perception. If you put the right perception forward, you have good marketing, mm-hmm. have good sales support and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and like uh, good sales and good support, uh, technical support. Mm-hmm. In case of alcohol, it probably won't be the case. But yeah, yeah right. Um, but you know, yeah, it definitely uh, can happen. Yeah. You know, it's not guaranteed, but it definitely can happen. Right, and you know, even on like our side, the tech support is all. How are we gonna get these damn labels on this bottle? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just always, and that is like, four roses. Somebody hand labels that. Yeah, some someone came up with the design on the front of this, and they agonized over it. Probably was like yeah. a million dollar deal designed the front of this bottle. Yeah, and probably some people got fired over this. Oh, I'm sure. Some made their career off of this. Yeah, you know, it's, just, it's not just a label. Like, oh, look at that logo. You know, it's, yeah, it's people, you know, made or broke it over that, or yeah. set, met, 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 and the design of the bottle too. Mm-hmm. Probably someone lost or you know gained a job over that. Right. Well, I think it's actually two ladies that hand bottle, hand label almost every bottle that goes to the United States. They work 50 hours a week labeling bottles. That's what they do. For Four Roses? For or? Four Roses. Oh, I thought you were going to say for Big O. Like, no. Wow, oh my gosh. Like, Wait, y'all are you doing guys, numbers. What are you doing? <laughs> Damn. Numbers. I thought you were lying. No. No, that's just me sitting in a warehouse. <laughs> yeah, when something goes wrong, actually something did go wrong mm. uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I'm sitting there with stickers mm. pulling bottles. I woke up the next day. I'm like, man, my neck hurts. Like, I feel like somebody beat me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to go to the hospital. I have an aneurysm. I like, I'm, so I'm like, what did I do? And I'm trying to like find the motion. I, uh, I did this. Yeah. I was like, oh. oh there we there go. Ping, ping, ping. Pulling bottles out of boxes. <laughs> you ever watch Fraggle Rock? Fraggle Rock when I was young. Yeah. Yeah. You ever feel like Junior Gorg? <laughs> See, no, I don't remember. I don't remember people's names. I actually know not <laughs> much less some guy from the show. But oh, okay, gotcha. You sing a couple bars. I'll probably know who he is. Oh, well, I mean, like uh, he's the the son of the king and queen of the universe, supposedly. Okay. Mom, okay. Pop, Gorg. Uh, okay. And no, like, no, uh, I'm, I'm following a little bit. Yeah, he just felt like he's always just kind of doing these weird errands that had no purpose really, and you know, <laughs> <laughs> this kingdom that just it was just kind of. Barely making it, and just kind of it always disappoint everyone, and everything's yeah. failing. And just got <laughs> say that's how you feel. You're being just... super insulting, guys. I... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I felt he was I'm kind just of trying to follow the joke. <laughs> Michael, 
Make it a joke? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> but quite really, Jimmyberg was the smartest yeah. of them all. Yeah. Not, which, and that's a, no, no, not yeah. really. It's terribly difficult to offend me. <laughs> <laughs> it really, really is. You gotta be. I got some thick skin. I, uh, I worked in a kitchen and then moved to a machine shop. Yeah, like, yeah. In the most Oof. brutal environments on the planet. Yeah. Well, well I, I worked in a in a kill floor for a while for animals. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah. Whoa. Yes. Yeah. That I is a job, job I week. can't do. I, yeah. I, 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 I can't even talk about animals getting hurt. I actually saved three dogs from around the corner mm-hmm. like, oh, today. Really? They were in the middle of the street and oh, no. begging to get run over. And my dog's sick, and I drove past him, and I'm like, I need to help those dogs. And I was like, no, nah, it's okay. And I was like, your dog's sick. And I, was like, yeah. <laughs> I, like, I need doggy karma. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need doggy Magical karma. doggy power. Yeah, so I, I got him back in, and two of them. I got in, I'm chasing the third one around the block, and I see a lady mm. on the front porch. I'm like, ma'am, is this your neighbor's dog? I'm like, that's my dog. Like, oh, yay. Here she is. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Good. So, yeah, yeah. A lot of that going around. Good. Your yeah. mitzvah for the week. That's yeah, right. Boom. That's right. Good awesome. deed. Yeah. I need one of those. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but no, I, I kept my job for like a week, mm-hmm. and I quit. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't take it, but um, yeah. a lot of people, they made, actually, someone lost their finger accidentally, they got $10,000. Yeah. And so there are a lot of people without any fingers. I think some did it on purpose. Yeah. I'm not even yeah, totally yeah, serious about that. you a finger protector. I mean, yeah. that's actually a little low these days. 10 yeah. grand isn't what it used to be. Yeah, yeah, nowadays be 20. At least, <laughs> top. You know, like, I, uh, I heard a story of my buddy. He's a, he worked in the ER for a long time until they told him, like, you can't work here no more, man. <laughs> You're cracking. But he told me <laughs> about a guy, a laborer, came in with his finger cut off, and it was in a, in a bag... And that bag was in a bag of ice. Mm. And like most people, they make a mistake. They throw their finger on ice and it gets ruined. Mm. You can't reattach it. It's waterlogged. This guy did it the exact right way. And they come in and they're like, we've never seen this before. Mm. No and the one's guy was ever, prepared. He knew yeah, it was going to happen. No one's ever brought us in anything we can do. Mm. He's like, what's it going to cost me? Like 50 grand. He's like, that finger's yours. <laughs> He's like, I don't need that finger. <laughs> 50 grand isn't worth it. That's your finger now. <laughs> My buddy was like, uh, geez. <laughs> it's a miracle you're even here right now with this thing. Are you sure you don't want this? <laughs> yeah, you did a really good job. You really think. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, funny story about losing fingers. Yeah. I don't have oh. any of those. Of yeah. which there aren't very many. I would, no. I yeah, say. yeah. Well, it's really speak. a niche comedy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, hmm. well, you got spares, obviously, but yeah, don't grow right. back. So you, you don't want to lose your pinky or your thumb. Really, in the middle three, you can well, figure it out. Maybe so. Definitely not the thumb. That's yeah. or that's our. We've spent like millions of years evolving to get that thing. Yeah. You know, right. or making deals with God, whatever it is. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we want them in a poker game. Our thumbs in a poker game with God. So being some apes in a poker yeah. game with God. Right. Won the thumb. You know? the, the birds lost. They're like, you get the yeah. long thumb with the wing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, they, they used to be dinosaurs. They they put up that up on the table and they yeah. lost it. So now they got feathers and they fly around. They get. That's what happens them. when you put it all in there. Yeah, you, got, you can't yeah. go all you got in no on a bet like one, that. No, no one will fold them. Yeah. I'm bad at poker. We <laughs> can sit here and yeah. sling around the lingo all night. I still don't know what you're talking no, about. I'm pretty bad. <laughs> but so, where's some places in Saint Louis you like going to? Oh boy. Um, so, I grew up with uh, pretty much. I still live in the neighborhood with all the people that I grew up with. So I do go to a lot of neighborhood spots. Mm-hmm. Um, if I had to pick my favorite 
spots, though. It would definitely be Planner's House, clearly, because staff mm. is great. They're super mm. knowledgeable. They're always mm. willing to have a conversation. Um, the food and the drinks are great. I love what Jamie and Ted, mm. uh, just the whole vibe over there. They've done mm. a spectacular job. Um, food, I eat, I, I will say, I pay a bill at Edibles and Essentials. I'm not going to say <laughs> it's a, a big bill. Mm. Maybe it's like your quarterly water mm. bill, but I definitely pay, I eat there probably three times a week. Well, mm-hmm. um, I, I, it's a, it's embarrassing actually. Um, That's good. Yeah, yeah, he is. We yeah, like him a lot. He's a great guy too. Yeah, really good. He has. Oh, how do I explain it to my mom? It's like he's the perfect chef. It's like the perfect chef is pretty much equal parts. You know, fuck you and. Is it good? Do you like yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, I can totally it's see like, that. It's like, an equal division of like I don't care what you think, but. Do you think it's good? Yeah. Well, it's not like, soup Nazi. He's, that's why he's yeah. the best soup kitchen in that fictional world. That's right. Uh, that was just making right. up the insight you know. That's right. Yeah. He mm-hmm. made good stuff, but he actually probably asked some people he cared about. Most people were like, fuck you, come back one year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no soup, soup for you. you one year. That's yeah. right. That's it. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, Matt Borchardt is, is one of the best. I, I will say, I, I, I tell people, you want to quit drinking, start working in the liquor industry. You know? Um, you want to quit yeah. drinking a lot. I will. I don't mm. go out um, very much any lo- anymore. Mm. Um, when I do go out, it is to a place like Planner's House. Um, it'll be like mm. a nice dinner, like Vindicet, Reed's American Tables. Oh, yeah. mm. um, if I'm going just your your midday, we're gonna have a sandwich. It's either edibles and essentials. There's um, oh lord, how did that just go out of my head? Boogaloo. I really enjoyed mm. them. Yeah. They uh they one time had the smoked big O shots. Mm-hmm. Ooh, was, interesting. Own, I didn't know about that. I don't know if they still do that anymore. Yeah. Um, I don't know how many viola- I don't know how many violations that is. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. But it, it they yeah, at one point they were smoking bottles of big O and it was wow. really unique. It was interesting, yeah. Really huh. cool. Hmm. Um, I mean, is big old flambeau, you like, would you put, no. No flambeurs possible with this guy. So you can do a banana sponsor. It's supposed to be flambe, right? Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I guess it is. Unless you mix it with some rum or some, something else, like yes. pure grain alcohol or something. Yeah, 151, light it up right quick. Well, that part burn up, and then you leave it behind the like, delicious caramelly big O. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And honestly, a lot of the, uh... Hmm. <laughs> the flavor of 151 isn't all that bad if you burn all the alcohol. Well, that's the <laughs> <a> point. That's what you're doing. good stuff in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But no, um, can't burn it. Actually, it, it it's that fine line. It has just enough alcohol in it where it won't go bad. Mm. You, you keep the you keep the top in it and it won't go bad. Mm. Um, but mm. it is it is definitely not flammable. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. I'd have a lot more fun if it was. <laughs> I'm just saying. Do you think the character has changed of this first bottle um, over the years? Like, being bottled, or has it stayed pretty much the same being bottled? you talking recipe-wise? Well, no, I meant, like, um, this this bottle itself. You know, yeah. is this actually, as it's been bottled, has it changed character, do you think? Yeah, so the, the label used to be different, the bottle used to be different, it used to be a completely different look. Well, beyond the look, the actual big O is inside. Okay. Like, I know it changes in the barrel, but once it gets in the bottle, do you think it actually changes Oh, no, 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 no. I don't think it, it that, okay. that glass doesn't really allow for much mm. movement of flavors. Okay. Um, 
we do macerate it for a month before it goes in, and mm. when it's macerating, it has all the herbs and spices still in there. Mm. So those mm-hmm. float around for a month before it gets mm. strained off. Mm. Uh, but no, not too much change once it's in the bottle. Yeah, you can make your own little batches of reserve. I know a couple of people, they barrel age the cocktails like mm. the class you were speaking mm-hmm. about. Um, uh, that's, a, that's a fun way to kind of put your new spins on, mm-hmm. on something you buy from the store. Oh, I'm going to go back to, like, restaurants and bars and stuff. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about people. Yeah. Thinking of um, chefs or bartenders or mixologists in town, who do you think is going to be the next big thing? Or maybe a couple people. Next big Who do you think we should thing. watch? Oh, man. I'll tell you to watch. His name's, I think his name's Stephen. I'm the worst with names, so y'all are going to have to, uh, I hope they don't listen to this. Stephen Zagal? Get me in trouble, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. You do it like that. Uh, <clears throat> so... Uh, the chef at, currently at Atomic Cowboy. (coughs) Real young, real innovative. I, um, we did a big O dinner when he worked at Layla. He was 22 running the kitchen Mm -hmm. at Mm -hmm. a prestigious restaurant, like a nice place. So, um, and now he's got a little bit more, you know, Atomic Cowboy's food's always been good, Mm -hmm. you know, but he walked in the door and just up there game cool. 100%. Yeah, yeah. It's really cool. So chefs, keep an eye on that kid. Mm-hmm. He's going to go far. Steven? Yeah. Steve something? Yeah, Steven. I, I, mm-hmm. He follows me on Instagram. I can't right. I could look his name yeah. up, but he, he is, uh, he's the young chef at Atomic. Okay. Cool. Um, bartenders. You know. Yeah, man, Tom Cowboy, you got Tony Zaputo. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> he's a master. And always will be. Tony Zaputo has a good I just for the business in general, he mm. really understands the whole board. You can see it. Um, mm. I feel like he really gets. He can make a place successful. He really mm. can. He walks in the door and he can really turn some stuff around. Cool. Um, but yeah, you know, I. I watch. He, I'm a little biased. I did grow up with him. Um, Noah Prince Goldberg mm-hmm. runs Artisan Well. Hmm. That guy, he has a palate mm-hmm. out of this world, mm-hmm. and he's very good at what he does. He's adventurous. He doesn't let anything stand in the way of mm-hmm. what he wants to be doing. Um, and he's a little hustling entrepreneur, too. Like he's, he'll get out there. He, They were working with Thaxton for a while. I think that they're on the uh, kind of the new thing um, mm-hmm. now, but they, they set up bar programs, mm-hmm. and they do a very good job of it. This is a place in uh, Maplewood? So, um, this is actually a crew of oh. dudes who actually start a, like, help revamp bar program. Oh, wow. Okay. 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 called Artisan Well. Hmm. Okay. And it's run by my buddy. I, I, I went to grade school with his cousin. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we grew up together. Yeah, Noah Prince. He's okay. uh, hmm. really, really, and he's fun. He's a fun guy to hang out with, too. Um, so, yeah, keep, keep an eye out for him. He's going to be doing some good stuff. I, I don't know if he's going to stay here, hmm. but I do know that he's going to be doing some good stuff. You know, another one, you know, you got Kean still. Mm-hmm. That dude's out there. He's hustling these days, man. He's out mm-hmm. there just doing a new program, doing a new event mm-hmm. all the time. You can't turn around without mm-hmm. seeing Kean doing something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I know he's kind of already made it. He's kind of already up there and then mm-hmm. doing his thing, but. Um, you can trust if you if you're following him, you're probably gonna get a great drink. 
Cool. Yeah. Nice. Those are those are the ones, and then other than that, you know, I got Matt Borchardt. It'd probably be my yeah. Hey, guys, that an amazing chef. He knows what he's gonna what he's doing. He's been a culinary professor for years and years and years. Mm. Yeah. He taught a lot of people around her, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, mm. quite a few. I mean, he he worked at has worked at two different culinary schools, mm. um, and has. He has a lot of great insight on just, um, you know, the food industry and how the evolution... Yeah, I could sit here and talk about liquor with you all day long mm-hmm. and how the industry's changing, where I think it's going to go. He can do that with food. And, you know, he has crazy insights like the Food Network has damned a lot of chefs. You mm-hmm. know, people think being a chef is glitzy and glammy and TV and they sure, don't yeah. realize you work 18 hour days mm. chopping onions man like mm. that's that's your job <laughs> so um, he he's uh, he's great conversation yeah so, good guy. cool yeah. yeah so then like on the opposite end of the, mm-hmm. the spectrum when you think of successful who comes to mind for you oh that's a toughie <laughs> you can say a couple yeah successful well Clearly, Ted and Jamie, you know, they got it. They got it figured out. Um, <clears throat> I will also say, I think, uh, Stephen Fitzpatrick Smith, right. the Royale, yeah. Palomino. Mm-hmm. There's a guy who, he's inspirational. He, um, in having listened to his, his video and, and just listening to him talk, he's super passionate about mm-hmm. his community. And, yeah. you know, he's actively working to break down the divide between North and South Side. Like, we all talk about it. Like, yeah, yeah it'd be really great if yeah. Del Mar wasn't just the division line, but none of us are doing anything about it. Mm. Like he's yeah. he's opening a bar, and he's, he's trying to change the bar program to, you know, be conducive to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I find him to be very inspirational mm-hmm. there's a quote that says that uh, it takes 10 years to be an overnight success <laughs> right like the Beatles you know? yeah. yeah it's just uh, and most of the time if you get success quicker than that you're more than likely gonna fuck it up man because they don't know what to do with sure. it yeah. success is not an easy something to handle especially if it involves money mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. And what people don't see is that, like, the years and years and years of grinding and being broke and hurting that it took to be successful. So when I look at all these people and I say that they're successful, a lot of times I know that they've had to overcome something. I kind of walked into Big O. I helped build Big O, and I understand that Big O was... Um, I helped write their first marketing plans and get them kind of solidified in a couple of things, but Big O is, is there. You know, it's not like opening a restaurant and getting national reviews. It's not like being the best bartender in the Midwest and having people know your name across the country for making drinks. <laughs> like, that's insane. Yeah. So when I think about those people and how... How successful they are and really what they had to do to get to that success that's that's what amazes me and it's super mm-hmm. inspirational I'm not you give me a million dollars tomorrow I'll be doing what I'm doing right now mm-hmm. I enjoy you just, my you just life. have a retirement plan yeah I enjoy <laughs> my life you know I do fun things I'm not ever bored I mean I'm 
probably got a stress level through the roof more than I should, but <laughs> who doesn't, right? Yeah. So pretty normal. Yeah. Um, and I yeah so success to me might not be success to everybody else, mm-hmm. but when I do talk about successful people, I do think that uh, yeah, you got you got the planners' houses, you got the you got the royales, you got the you know help. Soul Taco comes out of nowhere, right? Mm-hmm. And good food out of nowhere. Just it starts a food truck. Now they got two locations. And, yeah. More than that, even I think, right? Do they? I mean, they might. They're they're moving up. They got a great business model, and they're doing a great thing. So, um, I find like that that journey is much more of the uh, drives me. Mm-hmm. I think because that's where I have fun. So when I mm-hmm. see people working, being successful and having fun, it's uh. Really makes me happy for them. I used to be such a hater. If you were doing better than me, I guarantee I didn't like you. Mm. And nowadays, it's not like mm. that. I have much more, you know, I see somebody doing well. I'm excited for them. I, mm. I, I it's really inspiring. Like it. it is. Yeah. It, it's, it's fun to see, especially when, you know, you see somebody you may have known from back in the day who's doing it so much better than you expected or is doing something different, sure. new, fun, or even just taking a chance, you know. Getting out there and doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take, right? So, Word. I, I love mm-hmm. I love seeing people out there doing their thing. Nice. Um, Chris, mm-hmm. tell us about where, where can people find you in person and online? Oh, uh, so, people can find uh, me online. You can either go through all the Big O channels, at the Big O Liqueur, at the Big O Ginger Liqueur, um, my name is Chris Foster. You can find me, uh, I think, what am I? CFOS STL on Instagram. <clears throat> I take a, I take a pretty photo. <laughs> not, not as pretty as you guys, but I'm working okay. on it. And as I said, inspiration. I'm, I'm trying to go to the school on what these, these people are good at their jobs are doing. Um, so that's where you can find me. I run all of the social for Big O, so really message them. You're going to get me. Or my dad, I mean, mm. or a, if he's answering you, it's, I'm probably sitting next to him. So, um, yeah, that's how you can get a hold of me. I'm I'm real easy to find. And in person, uh, wow, you could probably find me uh, either at a Schnucks, a Total Wine, and Toxicology. <laughs> you can find me behind a table, uh, tasting out Big O. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much every Saturday, I'm somewhere mm. doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, that is the highlight of my job. I have fun. Selling is, is what I'm good at. I'm a good salesman, and I like talking. So Schmoozing with people. I, I'm, a, I'm a schmoozer. You are. I love schmoozing. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's that's uh, that's where you can find me. I'll be out and about. Um, check, check online. A lot of times I'll post a picture from where I'm at. Mm. Cool. cool. Sweet. Uh, all right, then last question for you. Yeah, of course. Do you have any asks or requests of the people listening? Asks or requests of the people listening. Here's, you come up with a great cocktail, take a picture of it, and send it to me. Mm. Uh, and then I will take you out, and I will order that cocktail for you at a bar. Because I would really... Um, <clears throat> I'm always looking for inspiration. Um, I'm always trying to find something new and fun. If it's a food recipe, if you made the most amazing salad dressing, and you put a dash of Big O in it, I want to hear about it. Mm. I, mm. I really... My B 
biggest hope was that is that one day our supporters out there will take more of an active role in mm. showing off what they do with our product. Sure. You know, yeah. and it you don't need the best camera, you don't need the iPhone shot. You can take a grainy photo and send me a recipe. I'll make a pretty photo and tag you in it. I, mm. you know, we can we can really showcase people's um, imaginative sides. Cool. So that's what I want from people. Awesome. And keep drinking safely, responsibly, but keep keep uh keep coming up with fun ideas. Beautiful. Yeah. Chris, thank you so much. Real yeah. pleasure. Thank Boom. you so much, Thanks. guys. Yeah. Thank you yeah. so much. Uh, it's been real fun. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. If you haven't already, would you consider giving this podcast a rating and review on Apple Podcasts? It would really be helpful to us to help get the word out about what we're doing. If you'd like to help underwrite our show by becoming a We Eat Stuff patron, visit patreon.com slash weeatstuff to check out all the packages we're offering and choose a level of giving that's right for you. Your support helps us so much, and we'd like to hear from you if there are other rewards you'd like to see. Please be sure to join us next week for another interview, but in the meantime, go out there and eat stuff. Bye! Thank you.